What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Strong Tower Podcast. Hope y'all are having fun being inside and quarantined and, you know, just, you know, just doing your thing, whatever. Find a hobby, have some fun before you have to go back to work and make money. So this week we have a special guest. She's all the way from West Virginia. She's on, she was on the uh, WVU dance team. And she's doing some big things in her life. And I got to sit and have a good chat with her. You know, I haven't talked to her for a long time. And we probably never had a deep conversation like this. So here you go. It's my cousin, Sierra Davis. It's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. So what have you been up to? I have, well, we're in the middle of quarantine, so right. not too much. I just started back working because the restaurant businesses with outdoor seating are starting to open up and my dad owns a restaurant back home in Bridgeport. So I've just been getting, we've been doing some construction and cleaning the open up on Monday, so that's been pretty much it, other than <laughs> uh, watching and binging Netflix. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, how is it um, in West Virginia? Like, how, are they taking it, like, real serious, or are, like, people going crazy, like, everywhere else? So, I think because of the location we're in, West Virginia, it's not, people are taking it serious, but we haven't it hasn't been as dramatic as everywhere else. And like right now I live in Monongalia County, which is Morgantown with WBU. Okay. Spot still. Right. Um, but honestly, I know there's only three cases at the hospital up here. And I think West Virginia is down to like 2.40% or something like that. So okay. as long as we keep it above or below three percent um things can keep opening back up so but if you go anywhere i mean you still see people masked and gloved so what about up there um is it up there yeah yeah i guess so or over there <laughs> yeah um i think it's like the same thing i mean in the county that i'm in um we only have three counties so <laughs> so um uh so it's not really that it's not too bad um down south uh further at the end of delaware is worse Mm -hmm. um i don't know why i don't know why uh why it got so bad i know there's like a chicken um manufacturer and like poultry farm and stuff like that and they said like the chickens got it which gave it to the people that work there and all that Mm -hmm. stuff i don't know but all of a sudden, like we were getting close to a date where we were going to open and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, this um this county just shot up in cases and stuff, so and deaths. But yeah, there was a period in time that I didn't leave my house other than to go to the grocery store once a week for like thirty five days. <laughs> yeah, see, my schedule hasn't changed because I am um, essential personnel, mm-hmm. I guess you call it. Um. Okay. All I really do is security at a bank. And oh, I guess that's, that's a bank. So yeah, but um, 
so yeah, so I do that, and then I, you know, I have my two days off a week, and uh, you know, I come home and do the same stuff. We don't really go out anywhere. We get our groceries delivered, and all that good stuff. Yeah, and it makes it everything easier. And I don't know, but I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I'm getting sick of it. I'm just tired of it. You know what I mean? I had like breakdown the first week, and I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. And then as it progressed and went on, I'm like okay, this isn't too bad, you know, getting to take time for yourself finally because you don't get to relax a lot. But now I'm like, okay, this can be over with anytime. Oh, yeah, I just definitely. go out to eat or literally do anything else other than this or go to a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. Are you normally like an outgoing person? Yes, I am like never at my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I between well i am just now i'm starting grad school next week actually oh wow but between school and like working two jobs plus trying to have a social life i would like come home to sleep so it's definitely an adjustment yeah that's got to be tough i mean especially when you have that kind of personality where you just need to be around people yeah and i hang out with a lot of well i mean you know our family i mean our family oh, yeah. so it's just it's tough not even being able to see them every day or talk to them we've had a couple of zoom meetings which have been interesting because it's like right right screaming at one another but <laughs> yeah so it's been interesting what's going on just wanted to interrupt this podcast for a second and tell you about onward so at strong tower nutrition we're selling this brand, Run Everything Labs, and they have a product called Onward. So what this is, is a clean, energy-boosting, immune-supporting supplement that just helps you in your overall life. You know, if you're if you're busy, if you're on the run or something, and you need to, you know, go from room to room because you really ain't going nowhere during this quarantine... But hey, you know, you can still use some Onward. I'm just drinking it throughout the whole podcast. You know, you wonder what I'm drinking. That bubblegum flavor Onward. That's what I'm drinking. So if you want to go to stnutrition.com and, you know, type in the code RONA, you get 10% off. That's a good price. So go ahead and go to stnutrition.com and type in the promo code RONA, R-O-N-A, and you'll get 10% off. So let's get back to the podcast with Sierra Davis. You know what's crazy is um, like all the times at the reunions and stuff. Because even my dad has said like growing up like um, the posts and everyone else just kind of stayed separate. And I was like, I was thinking about us growing up and like I was like, it was kind of the same thing. I was like, that's weird. Why is that? You know what I mean? I know. We just kind of stick to our own posse or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, I feel like I was always talking to your dad or, like, Alyssa and your grandfather and stuff like that, but, or sometimes the Winfrey's, but a lot of times we just, like, sit on the couch to ourselves. Yeah, and you just kind of, you know, because you guys are around each other most of the time, so you know, like, you have stuff to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you think, well, I mean, if you haven't seen each other in so long, you should definitely have stuff things to talk about or stuff to catch up on but i guess you're just so used to being in that circle yeah that's true too 
different. Yeah. And what always turned me off is like people will call me my brother's name. They'll call me John. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if it's like in the, um, we're in the era of Facebook and stuff. We're friends on Facebook and you still call me my brother's name. Right. You know what I mean? But I also, I think, I think social media, um, would bring us like closer together. I mean, I haven't been there in years. I was going to say, was the last time you were there when you proposed to your, well, now wife? Yeah. I think so. I thought I thought we were there um like the year after, but I guess not. I was trying to remember, but Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. I don't know I if don't... I went back after. I think I did actually. I think we went back um Maybe we did go back the next year cuz I have pictures, but I don't know. Yeah. I just remember last time you you were very standoffish because I guess you were like just got broken up with or something. I don't know. <laughs> you seem very angry. <laughs> I don't, how many years ago was that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm Definitely. thinking like 2015, 2016, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was trusting a bad mood. <laughs> but it could have been it. I don't know. It could have been a boyfriend. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, um, how is the fam doing? Uh, fam's good. Um, you know, my brother lives in San Diego. Yeah. Um, my sister still lives in Delaware. Uh, she's working and, uh, my mom and dad are home and, you know, I think my mom's just working from home. Uh, yeah. grand grandparents are doing good. Um, yeah, I mean, all the same stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, so you guys call him John. Sorry, I always call him Jonathan. Yeah, it don't matter. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> does he have a podcast as well? No, he? I've had him on mine a couple of times. Oh, okay. Any skateboards? Scooters, yeah. Scooters, yes. I've seen the videos. I yeah, yeah. He's a tall, skinny guy. He scooters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely remember him. I just knew he did some kind of extreme sport. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does He does more of the, uh, like, he takes pictures of the guys and uh, does video and stuff like that. Um, I mean, he does a little scooter in here and there for himself, but I think more of it is more, like, the media aspect of it. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm all about that. I know. I love different things that that people do like i saw like how far you go, you took dance mm -hmm. and stuff i'm like what you know what <laughs> i mean like being on the wvu field like yeah uh it was awesome it was worth every second hard work yeah i mean it's crazy i mean and it was the same time that i had a couple friends from my high school that played for west virginia yes um so I don't know if you ever got to go to any games. No, but, I didn't. Um, your dad and Alyssa were there one Yeah, yeah. And I was dancing, and they were literally sitting like three seats ahead of me, and they started standing up and waving their hands. And I started waving to them like, oh, my gosh. And when I talked to them after the game, they were like, there was no way you knew that was us. And I was like, no, you guys are right in front of me. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that was super cool to see. That's crazy. You know, I tried, yeah, I tried to um, propose to my wife in the middle of the field. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. I wanted to get on the field. Yeah, at WU, yeah. And um, I wanted to. I You know how many people I called to try and get that to happen? Like, it was crazy. Yeah. And then finally, I talked to someone. He was like, oh, well, the doors are locked, but they're doing construction. If you want to just try and, like, sneak in there, go ahead. I was like, dude, I'm not driving, like, seven hours just to sneak in there. Yeah, I don't know. It was someone in the um, athletic department. department. Yeah. I honestly think I probably know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say any names. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it was... The athletic department over or the past year. So. Yeah, and I mean, that that was probably more like my dream, more, than, more so than hers. So I think it worked out for the best. We found a nice spot on Uncle Nelson's farm and, you know... Yeah, and the sun was setting and stuff like that, so I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. But, so, uh, talk more about, like, you growing up, um, and then also, like, where, like, how old were you when you got into dance and stuff? Um, so I started dancing when I was two, so, I mean, obviously I wasn't competitive or so strict with it when I was that young um but my parents just kind of threw my sister and I into every sport um we were just really an athletic family and I just always stuck with dance and when I got to middle school I could only choose one one thing like I had to choose between soccer or dance and I chose that and then when I you know I always went to the basketball games and watched the girls and just thought wow that would be so awesome but I never actually made it a goal of mine and then my sophomore year of high school I um, quit or I didn't quit I just didn't re-audition for my high school dance team and just went to a studio and started taking classes I took class this is no joke Monday through Friday 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Saturdays, I would have a conditioning or uh, like half conditioning starting at like 8 a.m. to go to a practice probably till 4 p.m. And then I always had an hour private dance lesson on Sunday. So for three years of my life, I dedicated almost seven days a week to dance. Okay, so you were in it. Yeah, it was, oh my gosh, it was my passion. I didn't care about anything else. And then in the summer, the summers of high school, I think they, you're in the summer for like nine weeks before you go back to school. And I took five weeks of dance lessons at my studio at home and then went, I would travel for two or three separate weeks at conventions and camps around the country and then one week to prepare for school so i'm very lucky that i had that opportunity to train and that my parents you know could give me that so that it's really special and something i'm super super thankful for because i don't think that i would have been able to be on the dance team without it or meet the people and connections i did so it was the best opportunity and experience ever so do you um like completely hang it up or um yeah so I haven't 
When my dance career ended, I started getting into a workout called bar and I yeah. became an instructor for there. So it's or for that. So it's like on the ballet bar. So it's technically not dancing, but I would be using a lot of the muscles mm -hmm. and strength that I learned from dance. And sometimes, you know, I'll go online and uh, see a class here and there and take that. But if I ever go to New York, I usually, there's a place called Broadway Dance Center and I'll always pop in for a class there. So I'm definitely not dancing every day like I used to, but I'll dance at least three or four times a year, which is totally different, but I guess that's life. <laughs> yeah. So what about, um, like, are you still into like trying to keep shape and trying to stay in shape and stuff like that? Yeah, so I can't, I just can't imagine not moving yeah. around right. because it's something I've been used to my whole life. So I have been an instructor, but since the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, my studio that I worked at obviously shut down temporarily. So I haven't been teaching at all, but I've been taking classes from a, um, a gym in Bridgeport. It's actually our cousin Daniel's wife's gym. Yeah, I've um, seen them, yeah. Main Street Fitness. So I've been taking some online classes called like Rumble, Penalty Box, um, Tabata, Bar, some Zumba classes. So I try to do that <laughs> a couple of days a week during this pandemic. But before all of this started, I was probably hitting the gym five days a week i had a personal trainer and oh, okay three days a week so yeah and i know you're big into all of that stuff and i was listening to some of your podcasts and i heard you um you like sell supplements and stuff yeah so that's why i kind of i kind of geared towards that now because like all the training and stuff i kind of got burnt out i guess mm -hmm. um i don't know it was just like i wasn't I didn't like people lying to me. I didn't like um, people. Well, the big thing is for me is like I wanted it more than that person wanted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just like like uh, they want to lose weight and I want it so bad for them. I'm doing everything they can. I was up late at night. I was up early in the morning and um, they would just like cancel on me last minute or, you know, just not do what they're supposed to do. So I was right, just actually, like, that's taking up a lot of your time. Yeah. Makeup routines or workouts. And I don't think, or like even meal plans, I don't know what you did, but I don't think people understand the hard work that goes into something like that. Like you don't right. just show up with them at the gym and you're like, come up with it at the top of your head. Yeah. I mean, and that's what makes it a personal trainer is because it's specifically for you. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm going over something specifically for that person. And like they just don't care, you know what I mean? So, so I got into the more like business aspect of supplements because um, I used to work at a supplement store and I loved it. I was like, "This is what I want," you know what I mean? I want my own. Yeah. So that's what I'm going towards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So what are you doing? Like, what are you? Uh, are you like at a? Are you like a waitress at your dad's place or are you just helping out with them or something? So I do a couple things. Okay. I, um, 
I am, I manage once in a while, and then I also bartend as well, but I am also the social media manager, so I will run um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, put out some dumpster fires here and there, do damage control, um, work on the website once in a while, and then I just do some PR for them, Um, you know, people need meetings I'm usually the one to take it with them and then I actually just got hired as a another social media manager for another restaurant back in Clarksburg which is where I'm originally from so it's really cool that I'm handling two businesses right now just to get started because I would like to make a career out of that eventually so that's what I'm passionate about so it's been fun Yeah, definitely. Is that what you went to school for? I went to school for broadcast journalism, and I did um, a sports communication minor. So I actually, after I took a a bunch of broadcast classes, I ended up um, becoming a teaching assistant for my news, for the news station, WVU News, and instead of actually broadcasting, I was going behind the scenes and running those social media accounts and working with the producers at a couple local news stations around here, which then led me to a job with the athletic department, which was handling their social media and some of their clients. So I guess once I started actually working and getting the hands-on experience, that's when I shifted over to the behind the scenes social media kind of deal. So that's what I'll be going to graduate school for. It's called Um, integrated marketing communications. And you can emphasize, you can literally emphasize in social media or like PR uh, strategic communications. So I have a couple marketing classes that I'll be starting out with. Wow, that's cool. Thank you. And I love that in school, like they're incorporating, like they see the importance of social media, that they incorporate right. that. It's taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, um, I'm very grateful. WVU, knew, or WVU has an awesome just journalism program in general where it really hits every aspect that you need. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really, I mean, I always thought, I didn't know if I wanted to go to WVU just because I felt like everyone from my hometown went there, but it was the best place for me to end up. So that's awesome, man. Because I wanted to go there so bad, but then I was also not great at school, so that didn't work out for me. Yeah, I'm glad it did for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was the best four years ever i'm so sad it's over <laughs> i know it's crazy when did you did you just graduate or i graduated um last may so last year okay one year ago yeah ah. so i've just kind of been chilling since then i've been trying to save money to pay for grad school yeah so, yeah so how old are you now i am 20 Three. I almost said 22, 23. I just 23 in March. <laughs> okay. So let's say um, if you look back like 10 years from now or 10 years before, so when you're 13, 
you know so think around that age do you think like you would be in this position at this age or do you think you would be you did you think then that you would be doing more or less i definitely think hmm that's hard to answer i I've always, I would say that I've always had big dreams or goals for myself. I definitely wouldn't have thought college would have gone the same way. I, I don't think that I saw dance in my future at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that I would like where I'm at right now just my only difference I feel like I would be living in a different city already um my plan is New York City and that's been my dream since I was a little kid so I feel like looking at 13 I would think that I would already be there but if I'm looking at myself when I'm 33 looking at my 23 year old (laughs) and I'm hopefully somewhere else by then I think that I would be content with where I am right now right that's good so when you said um what was it that you said about school like you didn't think you would be where where you were for school well I just well yeah I didn't think that I would be I'm not sure if I saw myself going to WVU. Is that like a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. Okay. I definitely could have tried harder in school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's things that I've definitely kicked my ass for. But, right. Uh, kicked myself in the ass for, but I'm. I just think at 13, I would have thought that I was going to some like liberal arts college or something oh, okay. like that, not some big university. But I definitely, now that I see my personality, um, like being outgoing, I think that I see myself more at a university rather than a liberal arts college. That It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because that question, I didn't think that you were, I forgot that you were so young. So that, (laughs) (laughs) but I still think, I still think you have a good answer for it though. Thank you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because like at any age, you can always visualize yourself in the future and be like, oh, I want to be this, this, and that. You know what I mean? At 13, I definitely, I still want it. I remember in like sixth grade, I had to go in school and like pick what I wanted to be when I was older. And I do remember it always being in broadcast journalism. So I think that's really cool that my passion hasn't changed. Yeah. And I'm also really lucky that I didn't have to change my major multiple times. But so that's cool for me to look back and think that I always wanted to do something like this. But of course, when I was 13, um, social media hadn't hadn't gone off and became this big thing at the time. So it's funny how we evolve into things. Yeah. So... How did you get into this music video that I saw you in? <laughs> Brothers music video. Who was it? The Davison Brothers music video. I think that's what it was. You played like the girlfriend that caught your guy cheating or something. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that is really funny. Um, 
Well, my mom is friends with the lead singer of the band, but that's not even how I got the gig. I was actually, I was back home. It happened, it was right before St. Patrick's Day. So it was like March 15th. And I was at home washing my car, like <laughs> completely drenched in soap and water. And I get a text from one of my cousin's um, friends and was like, hey, I'm supposed to be in this music video later, but I, I, I don't have time. I'm still at work. Like, is there any way you can do it? You have to be there in like two hours. And I'm like, mm, no, that's okay. Thanks. <laughs> and, I go home and I tell my mom and my mom's like, oh my gosh, what do you mean you said no? So I texted her back. I'm like, hey, I'll actually do this. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I have to go? Um, and I made my mom come with me because I was honestly really nervous. And mm -hmm. like, what am I supposed to expect when I go here? But that is just it. It was that day, spare of the moment. I just happened to be in town and I, I didn't, so since I was actually at home and not at school in my apartment, I didn't have any clothes at all, except like the dirty car wash clothes I was wearing. So my mom and sister literally just handed me their whole closet and we threw it in um, a laundry basket and just took off and were like, surely there's something I can find oh, to man. wear in here. Yeah. So it was funny. It was also freezing it was probably like 30 degrees and mm. i was out there in a short sleeve shirt for hours i mean we stood in that it ended up being two days of shooting and we stood in that barn for like three hours just replaying the scene over and over again but it was actually it ended up being cool because i got to talk to those camera guys that yeah. um got everything and just get to talk to them about what they did, how they got into it. But when the video was released, it was really funny. I had to get up for work. That was when I was working at um, the athletic department. And I don't know if you've been to the Coliseum where all the basketball games take place at nah. WVU. Well, that's where my office was. So I'm just sitting in my office, not thinking anything of it. Didn't think it was a big deal. I think like all that happened was my mom texted me at like 6 a.m. and was like, hey, the video's out, super poor, whatever. Watched it one time, went to work, went on my day. I had so many people walking by my office, like coming in and being like, oh my gosh, I saw you on a music video that I ended up shutting the door and turning off the light. <laughs> work with my desktop screen, like. Oh man, you froze. Oh, can you hear me? Oh yeah, you're good now. Okay. Did you miss what I just said? <laughs> no, I got most of it. No, but that's so cool. I actually, I thought you were going to say that like you were so drenched and stuff and then guys drove by and saw you drenched and were like, hey, be a part of my music video. <laughs> I probably not, would have not taken the gig if that was. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, but so it was funny. That's cool. Are they like, um, are they pretty big, like pretty famous? So in West Virginia, I mean, they're huge. Um, they have a huge fan base. Um, 
videos her going on to CMT and stuff like that. Um, but they're actually not as big in America, but it's really funny because in Australia, they are like the number one band over there. What? Um, so they had been touring in Australia forever because all of their albums and songs were number one. And I think that that music video reached like number three on CMT from Australia or something like Jeez. that. Why is that? None of, nobody in the band's from Australia? What is it? No one in the band's from Australia? No, they are all from a little town in West Virginia. So, Dang. I don't know how they flew up over there, but, I mean, good for them. I'd take going and touring in Australia. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. That's crazy. That's a great experience to have, though. That's cool. Like, I want to move to Florida because I'm tired of all weather. Like, I just want it to be hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, moving to New York, I don't know about all that. I know, but I feel like I could do it. I The cold doesn't... Well, if it's snowing, I don't mind the cold. <laughs> but when it's not snowing, I do, but... I don't know. I think I can do it. If I have a parka and then <laughs> some warm shoes on my feet. Yeah, and you wouldn't be driving or anything, too, so. But also, be walking everywhere, so. Yeah, that's not that bad. I've had to walk to class in a couple feet of snow, so I think I can do it. <laughs> oh, man. What are you, what is, what's your favorite part of New York? Um, like city-wise or just... Yeah, just like anything that you see or like it, what's like if you've seen like a your favorite Broadway show or something like that, something, I don't know. Oh gosh, it's so hard to just sum it up. I think <laughs> I love just uh, watching, like just being in the streets and I just feel like nobody really they're just minding their own business there mm -hmm. yeah, yeah also like everyone has a backstory and i feel like so many people aren't actual new yorkers whereas like they weren't born there and i just think it's so cool that there's this one place that so many people are striving for and working like like la like i just feel like la new york like people just work so hard and will work three or four jobs just to be able to make it through and try to make their dreams come true. And I just love that about New York and also just their attitudes that like nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. They're just, uh, yeah. So, but I love Broadway. I love taking dance class there. I, I don't know. I just see myself there. I always have. Yeah, I had a bad experience there, so I don't know. Care to talk about? Um, <laughs> well, it's not that bad. It was it's a it's a like a funny like inside like kind of family joke. Um, so we went on like this trip with my uh, my dad, my brother, my sister, my cousin, and my aunt. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're on the subway, and keep in mind, we're all wearing all of us are wearing "I Love New York" shirts. <laughs> That's my dad's idea. Yeah, that was my dad's idea. And um, so I was always like the rebel. So I got, they all had white ones. 
and I had a black one and I turned it inside out because I didn't want to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so we're on the subway and you know how those doors close and like they don't open again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, my dad hesitated a little while because he was like, oh, is this our stop? And we're like, I don't know. You tell us. You know, I don't know where I'm going. I'm a little like I was young at the time. And um, so he was like, yeah, I think it is. So they're all piling out. And then I, it's just me and my brother. And the doors start to close. And I'm trying to pull them open. I'm like, uh-oh. So I was like banging on the door. And then finally my dad turned around and I'm just like, you know. And my dad's just yelling and he's like, get off at the next stop. Get off at the next stop. And then, um, so yeah, so it took us all the way to Brooklyn. And, um... There was a, a guy or a lady, I don't even remember, got off with us and stood with us at the next stop until, you know, my dad came back. Wow. It was wild. So nice. <laughs> Whoever waited with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my sister actually had a similar experience. We all went up there one time, and I definitely think she got left at a subway stop. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we'll, we'll see it when we see you. <laughs> yeah, we went. We went on uh Huh? Have you been to New York since, or is that just... No, I mean, I really don't have any desire um, to go there, because I don't like, especially New York City, I love the way it looks. I love observing the people. I don't like being in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Too many people for me. Yeah. I know. I feel like some people either love it or hate it. Or most, yeah, it's like one or the other. Yeah, I mean, um, we went on a eighth grade uh, trip one year, and we're we were walking along some side street, and I was just joking around with my friends. We were like playing around, um, and I tripped over this woman who I looked down, and I was like, "Oh, she's definitely a hooker." Like, so the joke the whole time was like, oh, Ben tripped over a hooker. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You can literally get anything there. Yeah, you <laughs> can. <laughs> it is super expensive, though. I remember, yeah. um, I mean, everything is expensive. But we, I just went, I went not this New Year's Eve, but last New Year's Eve, because my old college roommate lived there. So me and my best friend went up and stayed with her for the celebration. And we went to a bar and she just got, she was like, we just got like three vodka tonics or something. It was $81 for three drinks. Mm. So yeah, that's definitely a turn off. But I guess if you have the funds, it's fine. Yeah, if you're making that money, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely need to save up a little bit. <laughs> I know, because they're, um, they're like studio apartments are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's like close to a million dollars, I think. Isn't it? Uh, to buy? To buy, yeah. right. Yeah. Hopefully, I could... If I do get there, I can find a rent-controlled apartment. Right. Or live just over in Jersey and just, like, commute over. Yeah, true. 
I think that's what most people do. I don't think I would actually want to live there my whole life, but, you know, just get a couple of years experience. Oh, yeah. Um, so you wanted to move to Orlando, right? Yes. I heard that from another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been there before? Um, outside of Disney World, no. But me and my wife are such huge, like, Disney fans. And I love that. Plus, I love, uh, like, just the, the weather and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just to find, like, a little place. Like, I have a buddy that lives there, and he was like, yo, it's still he's ex- it's expensive, blah, blah, blah. And I was looking it up. I was like, it's pretty much the same as here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I don't think it's too bad. Um, like, in uh, San Diego, where my brother lives. Oh, gosh. That's probably... Yeah. I mean, they have a house, but, like, eight people live there. True. Yeah. It's somewhere close to that, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) Yeah. He, um, he did, he filmed someone, what was it? I forget whose house it was next to, but it was, like, over, it was, like, a five million, six million dollar house, and they drained the pool so the guys can, like, scooter and skateboard and stuff. And he filmed it and stuff like that. That's sick. Yeah. And I was like, see, like, the opportunities you get in certain places are so much different. Oh, yeah. I, so much of it is from location. Yeah. I mean, you think about, like, say you move to New York, right? Someone could, like, um, pick you up for some kind of role of something. Or to do something to make money just because of the way you look. Right. Maybe they like your look. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. you're not going to get seen in Delaware or West Virginia. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. None of that stuff is happening in either place. Yeah. Are you close to the beach in Delaware? No. Mm. No. We're about 90 minutes. Oh, Okay. That's yeah. not too bad. Closer than I am to a beach. <laughs> That's true, but our beaches suck. Like, me and my wife, we usually go to Jersey. Mm. Yeah, How we, far away is that? Uh, two hours. Yeah. Not bad either. Yeah. For I mean... Me, beach is, like, six hours, and ooh. not even the beach I like. Like, if I want to go to a beach I like, it has to be, it's like nine hours for yeah. a plane ride. Yeah, and the thing about it, I mean, it's a nice, like, little vacation and stuff, but um, the water is disgusting, and, like, you know what I mean? The people aren't nice, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, our last time in Wildwood, me and my wife, we got all dressed up to, I mean, we were walking on the boardwalk, and we got all dressed up and stuff, and we are walking to our place to eat, and all of a sudden... This white girl that's walking towards me um, gets her hair pulled by this black girl. She just whips her around and starts punching her. Wow. I'm like, and I just stood there like, what am I supposed to do? Right. Like, I wanted to break it up, right? But it's like, but nowadays you see like, if I took, if I saved the white girl, people are going to be like, oh, he saved the white girl. You know what I mean? Right. So I was kind of thinking of that. So I was like, ah, stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just better to walk away. Yeah. 
but it's those kind of things. Like, I'm just like, come on. Like, people are trying to have a nice time. You got little kids on the boardwalk. Stuff like that. Yeah. That could happen anywhere, though. Who knows? Yeah, that's true, too. But, you know, some places are just more likely to happen than others. Yeah. You know, but... So what, um, like coming from, like coming out of school and then going to get, um, to graduate school and stuff like that, what's motivating you? Is that like the, the end goal or like, do you have something deeper? Um, what's motivating me right now is probably that I want to get out of here. Oh yeah. I, I love West Virginia. I do. I just, you know, I just have somewhere else I need to be like I just know I'm not meant to live here my whole life right so I think that's a really big motivator but also just you know a lot of my friends um when they graduated went straight into getting a job with what they graduated with and you know went straight to a news station or something like that so I think I just, I knew that I could get further in my career if I furthered my education. So that's what's motivating me. Luckily, I get to take, you know, it's not like undergrad where I have to take electives for so many years and just that don't pertain to anything I'm interested in. So it's nice that I literally get to have a program where I handpick what I want to do and some classes are literally just focused on marketing and just focused on social media or like audience approval so it's nice that I get to actually take classes that I'm that motivate me to do better at my job right yeah that's cool um what was the other question I had Oh yeah, what is something like, um, I'm not going to say like regret, um, like what's something that you failed at? Hmm. Have you ever failed anything and just stopped it? You know what I mean? I don't have, it's not taking me a long time to answer because I haven't failed, I just, hmm have to think uh well i'll be i don't really know what i could would consider a failure i try to not i try to make things like turn into a learning experience right of course Um, i would say that i failed with in like the relationship um aspect like you know I probably haven't been as good of a friend as I could have been or been there for somebody um or not admitted that I was wrong Mm -hmm. um because I didn't want to let my guard down or something like that and probably didn't apologize when I should have that's definitely probably some failures of mine um I actually, my fourth year of college, I wasn't on dance team because I didn't make the team. So I don't 
looking back though now, I don't know if I would call that a failure because, well, personally, I don't know if that actually had to do with my dance technique or just with someone having a problem with me because it's weird to go into your fourth year and not make something. Yeah. But I would say that if that didn't like how once again, trying to turn things into a learning experience, I would say that if that didn't happen to me, then I wouldn't have had so many internships that I got. So my senior year, I actually, I interned with Fox Sports and ESPN. Wow. And then I got my WVU News position, which then led me to WVU Athletics. So, you know, looking back when I thought that that was the worst day of my life and that it wouldn't go on from there, I actually got to make lemonade out of lemons um, and just, you know, do some pretty cool stuff with what was given the circumstances. Right. I mean, and that's all you can really do from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, I, I always think things happen like that for a certain reason to put you in certain positions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It takes a while sometimes to find that out, but yeah, I mean, and it wasn't a total loss. There, those girls on the team, they're still my best friends. I still talk to them three or four times a week. So, you know, I got three years of getting to like cheer on the team from a different aspect than other people did. But I also got a year of experience getting to capture like why people are cheering for that team and why they love who they love. Right. So did you like uh, boycott the games and stuff since you didn't make the team? No, um, I tried to just um, handle myself very professional. You know, I would go home and obviously not be in the best moods or have the best things to say. But I still I went to every game I was still I would still go on the football or basketball fields to um you know make content video things um like when I said I did Fox and ESPN um and I did some like fun dance things on the side so I would say that even though it wasn't what I always wanted to do it was what I I knew I had to do and needed to do because I wasn't going to let um, what happened to me ruin other experiences. Like I wasn't going to ruin my senior year because I couldn't be doing what I wanted. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are you doing your graduate at WVU too? Yes. Okay. So it's, um, WVU IMC is technically what the program's called. Okay. So you're still going to be in West Virginia for a while then? Yeah, at least until my lease is up on my apartment. Okay. <laughs> so I have until, um, I think, July of 2021, but I'm planning on not renewing or resigning a lease in West Virginia after that. And mm-hmm. even if it's not New York, just somewhere else where I can get a new experience or to get me to New York, you know? So. Right. Know. Cause then that way you can legit sing, take me home country Rose Cause then 
<laughs> no, you're singing it now, but you're, you never left, so. Right. I have to ask, when you guys, when you ever come in to visit, do you sing that on the, or listen to it on the way? What kind of question is that? Of course. <laughs> of course. Okay, just making sure. We're obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that is the best, I think, one of the best parts of WVU if you're into athletics, because you know that's not every student's thing, but just yeah. after playing a game and just being there with everyone singing it, I just get emotional every time. <laughs> and it's almost like it's the one place where uh, the the channel doesn't, like they don't turn the game off after the game's over because they they're going to show a little bit of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. almost like the one team that, you know, they do that for. It's crazy. That's true. I just think when people watch WVU, I, I just, I think wherever you are, you can just feel like a sense of home mm -hmm. and just like fun. It's just fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the reason like, like, I mean, that's my college team is WVU, you know what I mean? Just because, like, all you guys went there and stuff like that. And, you know, I can say I have family in West Virginia and all that kind of stuff. And um, it always it always seems like – I know pretty much the only place in West Virginia I've been to is Uncle Nelson's house. So that's not, like, a, a big picture of anything. But it just takes me back there. And it just yeah. feels like there's no worries and no care, you know what I mean? It's pretty cool. I mean, as much as West Virginians um, complain about this place, I mean, nobody could ever talk crap about it. I mean, we're defending this until we die. Right. And we do love it. I mean, it's like we we don't have a pro team anywhere. Like of WVU, course. Yeah. I mean, Marshall, but like WVU, Marshall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's what I love about it too is like it, like it's like you said it is that sense of home and you guys like even when you leave you could talk shit about it and all that kind of stuff but um you still like you still kind of want to go back home and you you still love it. Meanwhile in yeah. Delaware everyone talks shit and means it. <laughs> no one loves anything about here. You know what I mean? There's nothing there's nothing I would miss. Another thing that I'm really proud to be from West Virginia um, is that no matter where you go in the world, I swear you will find someone from West Virginia or WVU. I mean, I've never traveled out of state and not met someone with the flying WV on their shirt or on their hat or something. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, I studied abroad in Italy one year um, going into my junior year of college and I kept saying I was the only one from West Virginia there, and they're all from big places like L.A., Colorado, um, Atlanta. And so, I mean, I was like, guys, I'm going to find someone from West Virginia here. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And it never happened. I was there for like a month or two, and I was like, man, I can't believe that didn't happen. And a girl from New York was like, yeah, I told you so. And I'm, I walk into the airport and I had um, West Virginia on my backpack and someone stopped me and we're like, hey, are you from, you go to WVU? Um, 
we're from uh, Mount Clare, which is literally 15 minutes from my hometown. And I just looked at the girl and I was like, what did I tell you? <laughs> like, I just, you can't leave anywhere without seeing somebody from West Virginia. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there was one time when um, we were in Disney and um, I had a Mountaineer shirt on and uh, we were walking around and some guy, like, he was pretty far away from me. <laughs> he was like, go Mountaineers! And I was like, wait, is he talking to me? And I just turned around, I was like, yeah! Great, let's go! You know? It's cool, man. I don't know. Any, any, there's that anything that you want to input anything you want to ask me um yeah okay so you wait i didn't get to learn your age oh because it probably cut out when i said it i'm 30 i just turned 30 in april oh wow dirty 30 happy birthday yes i'm old <laughs> so and what did your wife do so she is she does like accounting stuff for like a construction company No. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's what tricks you. Like, it'll be funny. Like, well, um, she deals with like millions of dollars a day. You know what I mean? But then when we're out to dinner or something, and um, she's doing the math for the tip, I'm like, just I was like, just give me that. You know what I mean? Because she can't. It's not there. <laughs> that's funny. You know, I. I was also really lucky in school with my major. It required one math class, and I was like, perfect, I'm in. <laughs> I just hate everything about math. Oh, I'm the same way. And everyone would say, oh, your dad's a math teacher. I'm like, so? Right. <laughs> yeah. What's that have to do with anything? It's <laughs> funny. Well, so, it, yeah, your dad still teaches, right? Yeah, so he teaches, yeah, he teaches um, media arts. Okay, I knew that. Because, okay, yeah. Um, so does he have to teach that online right now? I don't think so. Are they still in school there? Um, I think they're doing the online stuff. But oh. for him, yeah, for him, it was like kind of like an extracurricular thing. So he doesn't have to do the online stuff, so. Um, kinda. I guess you would say that. I mean, he still goes out. He takes the dog out and stuff like that. And, um, I think he's planning a couple hikes in the summertime. Because he's big into hiking now. Oh, uh, when they came to a WVU game, they went and hiked Raven's Rock. Yeah. Rock, I believe. Yeah. You should, you should hike Seneca Rocks. That's I think he, I think he did. Oh, really? I think he might have, because that sounds familiar. Yeah, he's everywhere. So what's your, um, you say you, your end goal is to open a supplement store. Yes. So, like, when do you want that to, when do you hope or, like, see it realistically happening? Um... I mean, I want it to happen a lot faster than I think it's going to happen. Yeah. But I started, so I have it, It's right now it's just online. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to build that to a certain point. And then once I get that certain point that I want to get at, um, 
then I'll look into open a physical store. Because right now it's about trying to build a clientele and a culture and for people to see what I'm about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I'm so candid on the podcast and stuff and I'm trying to be like more open so that people know like what kind of person I am. Um, and then I, you know, I promote my supplements on here and all that kind of stuff and on social media. Like that's all I do. Um, don't ever think because of your age that it's too late. Uh, oh, not at all. His business, he, uh, he didn't open it up until he was 40. And then at like 45, he quit his real job and just did that. So, I mean, anything can happen. Just whatever you're passionate about. I mean, definitely. I mean, um, I actually had this idea, um, like a year and a half ago and i'm like wow it's been that long but i've seen like how far it's come and i'm like it's come a long way just that short amount of time so yeah who knows how far it's gonna get you know what i mean i have a lot of ideas so exactly exactly you know that's why i tell myself every day you know i'm very i'm a very positive person so, um, but you know, I'll have that day, one day a month where I'm just very down on myself and it just hits me in the gut, I you know? Think, yeah, I think that's normal. We're all like that, I think. <laughs> I am. Yeah. So are you like a very like uplifting, like kind of positive person usually? I try to be. I feel like I've always been like the positive one of the bunch, um, like whether it was my friends, family, or a team, um, or like even with coworkers, like I do feel like I'm, I try to keep everything positive, but you know, even the most positive and uplifting people, they, they need to have their day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes it wears you out. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it, it's hard sometimes, but I think it's better to be that way. Oh, it definitely is. And plus, those are the kind of people you want to be around. You don't want to be around someone that's negative all the time. I can't stand it. You want people to motivate you. and Right. My biggest pet peeve is people who don't want to see other people succeed. So I am all mm-hmm. about other people succeeding. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I'm always trying to um, help other people in any way I can. You know? Um, I'm not a really, I'm not a really good teacher, but you know, I do what I can. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you may not think that other people may think, I think we're harder on ourselves and think worse of ourselves than it actually turns out to be. Oh, I mean, I have a perfect example to that point. Um, so for my 30th birthday, um, I, I mean, if you go to my dad's YouTube, uh, he has a video on there. He did a video for me for my birthday. And, um, like he had, they had people like my wife gave, got videos from people and like my wife orchestrated it all. So, um, she had our friends say something about me and my family say something about me. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I didn't think people thought of me like that. You You know what I mean? Those words. That's, such an awesome gift yeah. from 
dad and wife and really everybody who contributed, but I think people need that. And I don't think that it should take a video, uh, somebody asking or like a video to do that. You know, I mean, I'm definitely, I think we're all guilty for it of that, but I think maybe hopefully coming out of this quarantine and weird place that we're in, in the world right now, that people will realize that and really change their perspective when we finally get to leave our house from not being with the people that mean so much to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not someone that needs to hear that kind of stuff. So I think people know that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, what about you? Or do you need that kind of like positive, what do they call it? Reinforcement or something? Positive feedback? Yeah. Um, I don't, think I am I mean it's definitely good to hear don't get me wrong yeah (laughs) but I just feel like I'm a pretty confident person um so if somebody's not going to tell me that I think I'm just going to tell myself not (laughs) not meaning that it's not saying that in like an arrogant way like I don't think everything I do is great but you know I feel like I have to be my biggest fan to get stuff done you know what i'm saying oh yeah definitely the older you get you're also you're probably gonna get more hate than love when it comes Mm -hmm. to competing and getting into the workforce so yeah yeah i mean it's like uh when so when you get my age Um, you start to see like all your friends from high school start getting family, like having families and stuff like that. You know, they got their cute little white picket fence with the dog and the kid on the way. And, you know, and, um, I just, I just don't, I don't know. I have bigger things in plan for me than settling for something like that. Yeah, so I that's great, and we are actually more. See, when we go down to Nelson's, we should talk more because we'd realize that we're more alike. Yeah, there you go. Um, like I, if people want to get married and have kids, good for them. Um, but like that's the thing. I just feel like we don't always have to do what society thinks. Like I'm going to get married, and I'm going to decide if I want to have kids when I want to but like right right now I'm going to take this time to be selfish and do what I want and get where I am and then I can figure all that stuff out you know what I mean yeah so good for us for doing what we want yeah for real (laughs) I mean to be honest like I really got married at it like I met my wife out of nowhere you know what I mean so it was like it wasn't like is there anything huh so you guys like didn't have any mutual friends or anything? Kind of. It was actually a girl I met at um at this party I had in junior year of high school. So then fast forward <laughs> to when I was like twenty one. So I was out of high school for two years. And um this girl like messaged me out of nowhere. After I had just caught my girlfriend at the time cheating on me. And I was like, I was like, yo, I'm not going to worry about any girls. I'm just going to focus on myself and do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just a couple of days after that, this girl messages me on Facebook. Hey, let's go hang out. Where did she take me to hang out? My future wife's house. 
So, yeah. So we were pretty, we always joke around, like, I was pretty much hand-delivered to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, it happened out of nowhere. Like, it wasn't in my plans at all. Yeah. I think that's a great story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, timing is everything. When you meet the person, you just, when you know, you know. I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I broke up with her a couple of times, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you eventually. (laughs) <laughs> it was yeah i mean it was after the second time i broke up with her i was like hey like i think i want to spend the rest of my life with her. you know what i mean yeah because it was one of those things where i didn't know what i had until i lost it right you know what i mean and sometimes things like that have to happen to figure it out right so just in case you ever get down on yourself or anything like just just do you thank you you know I will. I yeah that. yeah because the you know, I, and other people tell me their stories. I'm just like, that's pretty much kind of the same thing. Like that person just pops out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, or else they've been in your life forever and you just didn't know that they were for you, you know, yeah. something like that. It's funny how life works out. It is. I mean, I do a lot. I do a lot of that, like um, reminiscing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that kind of thing where I like miss the past and like I want to live in the past. It's nothing like that. It's just like I like to see what I went through to get to where I am now. Right. You know, not so much like in my, um, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but like mentally, you know, like mentally I'm so much more mature. I'm so much more deeper thinker, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but it was great having you on. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. My first podcast down. I know. There you go. It's a lot. It's actually, to be honest, it's a lot harder this way. Uh, do you mean quarantine or no? Like over, like the over the um, internet and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I bet, yeah. Yeah, because I think, like, I didn't think so at first, but you do get kind of, like, this vibe um, when you're sitting across from someone, you know, face-to-face. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. You would never think that, but you do. I don't know. Right. Well, I hope this worked out. (laughs) I hope I I did a good job for you. (laughs) Yeah, hey, maybe one year I'll just bring it to Uncle Nelson's and get all the posts on it. You know what I mean? That'll take up like a year. Right. Um, But thank you again for having me. And I hope that when this all ends, if we get to go to Uncle Nelson's anytime soon, that I will see you there. I hope so, too. You know? Yeah, and tell everyone I said hi. I will. You tell everyone we said hi, too. I will. Thank you. Um, Wait. So was I, I don't, was this live or will this play later? Oh, this is going to be, so no, I'll edit this and then it'll be on third, I release on Thursdays. Okay, cool. I figured this would have to be edited, but I thought I would just check it. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. You know, sometimes people want to see like the just regular, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... All right, thank you so much again. See you, Ben. All right, see you.